Hey guys, welcome back to Water Room Schoolhouse. We are continuing a series of American heroes. And if you've hopefully joined and tuned into some of the early episodes, you've seen some of the incredible heroes that unfortunately are overlooked. This is somebody who maybe has a little more recognition, yeah. but not as much as he deserves. Yeah. Who's the hero of the day? So I actually kind of knew about this guy. I went to public school, as I had mentioned, and uh, I knew this guy, something about peanut butter. His name is George Washington Carver. All right. Something about peanut butter. <laughs> Peanuts. Oh, guys, I see a connection along the way. That's all I had. Yeah. So George Washington Carver is probably one of the five, six, seven individuals who are kind of remembered in Black History Month, certainly in the public schools. But what they teach in public schools, right, as you mentioned, like yeah. peanuts, peanut butter, there is so much more to his story. And certainly the foundation that faith mm. played in his story is something that, that cannot be overlooked if you know his story. Absolutely. Um, which, so let's back up and let's unfold some of his story. So uh, his, his mom was a, a slave prior to the Civil War. Uh -huh. uh, he is born into slavery. Uh, Civil War is over. Uh, 13th Amendment happens. And his mom and him as a little baby, they are free. And the people that they had been the slaves of. Yeah. So George and his mother were freed, but they decided to still live with Moses and Susan, right? And so one day someone came through and kidnapped Mary and George, right? Just kidnapped them out. And Moses wanted to have them back because they were friends. They loved them, right? So they asked if they could... Um, if someone could go and rescue them, if someone could go track them down. So they paid, they, they didn't have any money. They were very poor. Uh, kind of the story of the South after the Civil mm -hmm. War, right? So they say, well, you can have 40 acres and a horse to go do this. So the man goes. And Which even offering the horse is a big deal because some, yeah. some historians speculate that that might have been the only animal they had on the farm. Now, again, it's speculation because not a lot is known. Some think maybe there was two, mm -hmm. but you're offering Right, like your work animal that's helping you grow crops to survive, offering part of the farm itself where you're growing crops to survive, right. they're literally giving up a huge portion of their survival mm -hmm. to try to get Mary and George, or George's little baby at the time, to try mm -hmm. to get them rescued back because they know the people that took them, right? Whether it be these Confederate sympathizers or uh, Confederates who believe the war wasn't yet over, and so they're going to take booty, and right, maybe they're going to go uh, take a caravan and to the south and it and get money and try to you know make the war happen again whatever it is mm -hmm. so Moses is like we we don't get them soon we'll never see them again and so that's why he's trying to find what can I offer and the only thing they had they offered right all right so this man goes out and he was able to find George and brought him back um, the mom didn't come back but Susan and Moses actually raised him as if they were he was their kid and just loved him and so he developed this love for gardening, just wanted to get his hands dirty and learn all about that. So he just had a passion and a love for it. So he uh, actually applied to a Presbyterian college and was accepted upon his academic record. But when he showed up, they denied him because he was black. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, your essay, man, that, whoever wrote this essay yeah. is really good. We will accept this white kid. And then yeah. a black kid shows up and they're like, ooh, yeah, he's, he's not a white kid. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, that, that is the way. There were some academic institutions, and especially when you look at some of the southern areas where slavery had been legal, sure. right, where he was, that, I mean, that did happen. Fortunately, not everybody at the time was a racist. He was able to find a university that accepted him. He was able to go to the university and received a very good education. He was able to go to higher academic and education, further his education. And this is also in, in the midst of him doing his agricultural studies. This is also Booker T. Washington starts to ski against Institute. He's like, hey, man, 
We should get together yeah. on this, right? <laughs> we could do some great things together. And one of the remarkable things that he is able to discover is because in the South, their industry was all cotton. It's where they had tried to make really their money. They, they hadn't uh, done any kind of diversification. It was all right. cotton. And Which cotton, hurts the soil after a while. Right. Over yeah. decades, depleted so many minerals from the soil. And so they weren't able to grow cotton as well. And the boll weevil came in, which ate cotton. And, and so the Southerners are like, we don't know what to do. Right. And this is where George Washington Carver says, well, we need to plant something else. Yeah. Right? Well, well, what else can we plant? Now, he ends up leading to the advocating peanut being the number one thing they plant. But, but even like how he arrived at the peanut, it's a crazy story. Absolutely. And so... You know, a lot of people ask, well, why was his focus so much on the peanut? And that is because of a conversation that he says he had with God. Yeah. So the conversation starts with God. Why don't you reveal to me the secrets of the universe? Yeah, aim and God big. says, aim hey, big. hey, hey, hold on there a little bit. It's like, I, I can't really tell you, you know, how I loosen Orion's belt and make yeah. the ivy twine, but I can explain something a little smaller. You, you should probably pick something else. Uh -huh. And he says, well, how about you explain to me what the purpose of man is? And God's like, whoa. Overshot okay. it a little bit again, too much. Again, one more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, let's try this again. Try yeah. something just a little yeah. bit smaller. Yeah. He's like, okay, God, can you tell me about the peanut? <laughs> and then God's like, well, I can't tell you everything about the peanut you ought to know in this life, but I'll give you a handful and reveal some of those secrets to you. And in the laws of nature that I've created in biology, I want you to take apart these elements. Mm -hmm. And from those elements, you will ultimately discover all of the secrets that I have laid in this particular produce. Yeah. And from that, he was able to create hundreds right. of different inventions from the peanut. Well, not only did he come up with over 300 inventions, he didn't patent any of them right. because he wanted everybody to be able to enjoy and utilize the benefit of the peanut. And when you look at what he came up with, like wood stains, medicinal oils, cosmetics, right? right. Like. I didn't put on makeup. I Daniel, really I know you did. Yeah. I'm just, Someone else put makeup on I'm, for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? Like, I've never woken up in the morning and been like, I should pretty this face, peanut butter, like makeup. Yeah. Like, like, but literally, when you look at what he came up with, like making, making milk from a peanut, but the milk was such that you could cook yeah. it, boil it in such a way that it wouldn't curdle. Like, Plastics, face powder, right. vinegar. Washing powder. Genuinely ink. amazing. And, and something that could grow well in the South. And this, the peanut wasn't the only thing he came up with because mm -hmm. he also was able to advocate for the sweet potato and, and things from the sweet potato. But mm -hmm. this guy, absolutely incredible stuff. Yeah. And back to your point, Elijah, what he openly, every single time acknowledged was it was because of what God had revealed to him. His, do y'all remember the name of his workshop? God's laboratory? God's yeah. little laboratory? God's, God's little laboratory, God's <laughs> workshop is, yeah. is what it was called. Because he said what he would do is every day, he just said, pray, God's our God. God's workshop, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, he would pray and say, all right, God, show me, show me what I need to do today. And when you're talking about someone who came up with inventions or technology that literally transformed the world, yeah. right? Not, not just the South in America, the world, because these are things used all over the world. Mm -hmm. If we took, talked about somebody that's done those kind of things, I mean, people could talk about like a Bill Gates kind of person, right? right. We could talk about an Elon Musk, people that changed the world with some of what they have done, mm -hmm. or at least some of what they credit themselves with doing, but that's <laughs> with Bill Gates, we, we digress, right? <laughs> Nonetheless, when you look at someone like a George Washington Carver, yeah. and he's like, 
it, it's just because I prayed and this is what God told me to do. Yeah. And that also gives a different perspective to the scripture that talks about how faith as small as a mustard seed can move mountains, say, yeah. right? But now we have faith as a small as a peanut <laughs> has blessed generations of Americans yeah. to come yeah. because he wanted to share that with everyone from what God and, and along those lines, right? If you are faithful in the little, mm-hmm. then he'll reward you with much. Right, like I, I can only imagine, right? If if you are praying, you're like, God, I want to understand so much, and God's like, start with a peanut. Like, yeah. you're already a noted scientist. Like, isn't that offensive? Right. You're like, God, you know who I am. Right, and most of us would think, you know, why would I start with something so small or snow so benign? But it's like the parable of the talents. Like, God has given you. A, a sector that you can influence, that you can understand. And if you are faithful in a little, he will grant you much. Yeah. Okay, so this is definitely a guy you need to know more about. If you don't know his story, go do more research. There actually are some great biographies on him. We have more on the Wall Builders website. You also can find out on wallbuilders.com. Go back to the American Heroes series, and it, we have a page and a half written about him. It's just enough to give you an introduction to him. Uh, this is a guy that we should know way more about. His contributions at the Tuskegee Institute, uh, what he did with Booker D. Washington, actually, uh, even his connection with some different presidents. Really, really amazing guy. You need to know more of his story, but this is, again, just one more of these heroes that, I mean, Danielle, you said in public school, you you knew his name, mm. but even people that know his name don't know the full story. We need to know the full story. To find out more, go to wallbuilders.com and tune in next time for another episode of Wonder Room Schoolhouse. <laughs>